You're listening to Bravo Should Be Fun with Liz, Alex, and Micah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Bravo Should Be Fun. My name is Micah. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Liz. And I'm Alex. And we've got a lot to talk about this week. I would say that most of this week's Bravo shows were pretty entertaining. So I can't wait to dig into that. But first of all, I like to hear how you ladies are doing. I feel like I always ask Alex first. So Liz, <laughs> well, I hear you've been plot thoughtin' and plotting. So I'm honored. Oh no, I'm just in my I got to move to New York era. It happens like, you know, pretty much quarterly. <laughs> so this is my hardcore. Got to figure out how to move to New York. I love that. And leave a little St. Louis behind. You know, it, it's just a constant thread running through my brain. So yeah, I love New York. Have we started like plotting like step one? Yeah, I could say I can make vague. I guess no, I haven't started actually <laughs> taking. I mean, I'm like always looking at jobs that are out there, you know, but you know, just talking to people that have moved there recently is kind of what I've been mostly doing research of. Also, I really think that this might be influenced of my recent Roni rewatch because oh, I'm just yeah, like still yeah. in it and thoroughly like it's the best time of my life, honestly. And it needs to be the best time of your life, not just <laughs> yeah. your rewatch life. Yeah, exactly. I really, I don't know. I'm just like, I can't get over how much, how good of a housewife Bethany was, but also Dorinda. Dorinda is an amazing housewife. Dorinda was so good. It's, you know, they're both so quick and witty. Exactly. And they can read you to filth. Yeah. I don't want to hang out with either one of them personally, <laughs> but oh my God, I would love to as long as I wasn't the target. Bethany threw some sick parties. She, do you remember that like Santa... It was like s'mores and whores party where like it was like a sexy Santa party. Didn't she have a stripper? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had totally forgotten about that episode. So it's been thoroughly amazing for my rewatch. It's like gotten my wheel spinning. If you moved there, would we be invited to your s'mores and whores party? <laughs> obviously. Obviously. You guys would be the whores. <laughs> Throw the party <laughs> <Okay>. with me. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm invited. That means I'm part of the title. <laughs> <laughs> with the uh, with the wooden sh- uh, what was it wooden soldier pinata that she had oh that was funny yeah I I'll go ahead and um, volunteer Ross I don't want him to be a whore but he could be a stripper <laughs> if you guys want yes. that'd be dope love it he, he would I kill love it, it. <laughs> yeah Let's he would go get ones like Sutton watch out Sutton <laughs> Ross is coming <sighs> Alex what about you what's going on I'm nothing. Just chilling. <laughs> this week's been. <laughs> this week just needs to be over. Yeah. No, what I agree. Sometimes no news is good news. I've had a really, really, really bad week because, as y'all know, I'm a hardcore Bills fan, and oh, unfortunately, yeah. we suffered a very tragic loss on Sunday. So yes. We're all recovering. Condolences. Yes, my condolences. Thank you so much. I guess this is the first time we're chatting about it, right? Yeah. 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 We have not put up any Taylor Swift's boyfriend's brother's memes like everybody else. I don't know their names. Right. I know. Um, Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. That guy's cool. He would actually be great on Bills. He like would fit right in. He could come out of retirement. He was going like he was tailgating with you guys. Yeah, he was. He went to the Pinto Ron tailgate that I took Carl to last week and was like doing shots out of the bowling ball and having himself a time. Our buddy Carl. 
Oh my God, that's yeah. so outstanding. My good friend Carl. I'm not name dropping. We love or you, Carl. We do love you, Carl. I think Summer House, like, I'm seeing the full trailers now on Bravo. I'm getting so excited. What are we, like, a month away, right? Yeah. Yeah, February 22nd. Yep, exactly. <laughs> we all know. Yeah, we're, we're all so excited. <laughs> we're all so excited. Okay, so what's up next week, though, right? We've got another big one Vanderpump. Oh, Vanderpump's back. I'm sad. Because I don't live in a city that has like a lot. I see a lot of cities um, having parties at bars for like Vanderpump premieres and lame St. Louis isn't having one that I've seen at least. Lame St. Louis. Yep. Where all of their permits take it away for it since Sandoval's from there. They're like, you guys are oh, on pause this year for parties. Yeah, actually, good point. Yeah, you would think that like maybe his people would be celebrating. Yeah, you would think, but maybe not. <laughs> Maybe we don't not claim him, him anymore. <laughs> we don't claim him anymore, so. Oh, damn. Well, I'm a mom of two, so I don't know about any parties. And if I did, <laughs> I'm still not going, unfortunately. So that's I mean, my sad little life. You guys party pretty hard at the Bills tailgate, so I'm going to give you credit where credit's due. That is true. Just imagine if we tailgated VPR. It would be epic. Yeah. Oof. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You need a few days to recover. Let's make it a thing. Let's start it. Hell yeah. And then what's, I guess it's next Thursday. I'm confused at the schedule because Vanderpump is going to be on Tuesdays. So is Southern Hospitality just going to be the only thing on Thursdays? Oh, Traders. I think they're putting. Oh, are they? Okay. Oh, it's going to go on Bravo now, not just Peacock. Yeah. Like they're starting the first episode tonight. Yeah. Traders has been pretty good. Are we, are we going to discuss it? Let's do, let's do a quick sneaky on Traders. Cause I love it so much. Let's just, I mean, it's, there's not a lot to say, especially because a lot of people haven't seen it yet, but watch out for my girl Phaedra. Well, and I think spoiler alert, Spoiler alert if you haven't, skip ahead a bit. Um, but I thought that the last episode with the whole funeral procession was amazing. Oh, it was so funny. The costumes yeah, the are amazing. Costumes. But them getting in those caskets. Yes. Ooh. I know. <laughs> like, no. I, I can see who couldn't have been in there, right? Like she would have screamed once like dirt was starting to pile on top of her coffin. So did that's what I was wondering and wanted to ask you guys because I was like, oh shit, no. Oh no, no, no. They do not close and like put her in the ground. I know, I know. I mean, I, I don't think for real. I think maybe just for theatrics, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was theatrical. That was nightmare fuel. Let's talk about all of our Bravo friends on Traders. There's our Queen Phaedra, Tamara Judge. There is Cherie. There's Larsa, who I actually... Sheree? No, uh, Sheree. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry, guys. It's because we love Sheree so much. Sheree was on last season, I think. Like, there was a Sheree. I'm pretty sure. She was the winner. Oh, okay. That's why you're thinking it, I think. Probably. Okay, I'm just give you that credit. Sheree, Sheree. Hey, hey. Okay, and then who am I missing? Marcus and Larsa. I actually have been enjoying Larsa. Yeah, she's oh, not MJ as too. bad. I mean, MJ, that's who I oh, was. Oh, MJ, thinking. right. I never watched Shaw's, so I'm I'm having a hard time getting into MJ, but I hear that she like comes for it. So I hope she does, because right now I keep forgetting she's even on there. Same. Well, they kept accusing her. She was, you know, they're accusing her of being the traitor. Like, who was it? Peter, the bachelor, the like most recent bachelor that I've seen. Oh, yeah. Was dead set on it being MJ. Right. Well, all I can say is that I am a hardcore Phaedra fan now. She got so mad at, at uh, Parvati. <laughs> like, I don't even remember what she did. Pavarotti. Pavarotti. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I was her, her, her Havarti, name. like the cheese. 
Um, it oh, does. Like, <laughs> I don't know her name. Whatever her name is. I think it's Parvati. Um, Parvati. Yeah. Yeah. She got very mad at Parvati for bringing up the housewives because. I know. I was like scared. I was. She made me scared. Well, I think that was the point, though, right? I like right. every yeah. moment of it. Me too. Funny throwback. If anybody here likes Big Brother. I never watched a minute of Big Brother. I haven't watched for a minute. I've been like in and out with them. I haven't followed all of it. Uh, you two have definitely made fun of me before for watching Big Brother. And that's okay. I'm okay oh, with Oh yeah, that. I stand by that. <laughs> fair. That's <laughs> I totally fair. I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Well, Dan actually, Dan Geesling, he was a Big Brother winner, I think twice. And it's oh, kind yeah. of funny because this last episode, you know, they did the whole casket thing. Actually, Dan, the the first time that he won Big Brother many years ago, he won because he threw himself his own funeral and made everyone attend and say like great things about him. What? And everyone got really sad that they were like screwing him over and it totally worked. So I just wanted <gasps> oh, to throw that wow. out there. I thought it was really funny that it was on Traders and that Dan was wow. at um, the funeral and like literally nobody brought it up. I was like, wait, what? What a nod to him. That's crazy. I mean, what is, is Big Brother just playing strategy games? Is that kind of what it is? Yes, I, absolutely. I thought it was just them sitting in a house under surveillance. It's that too. That's, yeah, it's both. <laughs> it's multifaceted. Even though we know she's a huge liar, I think this would be a, you know, who would be a good person to put on the next season of Traders? Monica. Monica. Taylor. Oh. Monica. <laughs> <laughs> or Taylor. Taylor from Southern Charm would be too. I think Taylor and well, Monica would both do great. Taylor a liar today earlier. That's why I thought it was Taylor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she would be good on there. But have you guys heard about Joe Bradley supposedly putting a pause on his relationship with Danielle after his Watch What Happens live appearance that comes on tonight? I know tonight. I'm watching Pounds it right after this. Hell yeah, me too. I don't even know if I'm going to watch Southern Hospitality first, but apparently he hooks up with the Countess and puts a pause on Danielle. That's insane if this is I true. I just really, I don't know, guys. I Countess don't know. has got game. She does have game. I would be so pissed if I lost a man to her, but at the same time, I'd be like, you know what? I fucking get it. It's cool. Well, like, like, <laughs> she, the seasons that I'm rewatching on Roni, like she is so unserious with her cabaret shtick and like, being really condescending to the women at when she's sober and like you know right making like fun of the women when they're slurring their words when she's like you know this huge hypocrite because she was the one who was literally in jail the week before flip the handcuffs <laughs> yeah are you at the point with the truffle fries where she went and took pictures of herself in her billboard yes. instead of bringing back the truffle just, fries <laughs> i literally just finished that episode it's one of the best i don't remember that you didn't bring back the I have to fries. They're in Miami and she like goes to take a picture with her cabaret poster instead of giving the getting Ramona and Bethany and all the women truffle fries. I remember her going to look at her poster because she's sitting there smiling. And yeah. Yeah. She's overjoyed and, and yeah, makes someone take a picture a of her. And the, these are the Tinsley years also who she's like, it's crazy how she dropped off the face of the earth. Well, she's married to some like mega rich yeah. man now and living right. a dream so but like this was sad for her because the scott guy who owns coupon cabin like couldn't make it like official with her like was stringing her along for years he was just giving her codes <laughs> it's funny when somebody way less attractive and cool than you thinks that they're really just the best but, yeah. how is he the prize how is he the prize he's not the I prize. Mean, he would i think held money over her head but like 
I mean, I thought she was a trust trust fund kid. I thought that was like well established. Yeah. So with that, I feel like she genuinely liked this dude and probably because he's like the coupon king who's not as cute as she is. She probably like, I don't know. You can like fall for someone who's definitely not on your level. It happens. No, I agree. I agree. But yeah, I mean, Luann, if she bagged Joe Bradley, I mean, what is the, the he's like 26. He's going to learn a lot. She's like 56. Right. That's like her mean age for of men. Her mean age. You know what I mean? It's like average, mean, yeah, I know. Median, mean yeah. medium mode. Mean medium mode. I I cannot remember what the mode is. Is that the most of one number? I, I can't remember either. Okay. <laughs> don't ask me. DMS <laughs> at Bravo should be fun podcast on Instagram. If you guys can remember what mode means. We don't know. Okay. I'm I'm looking up her age. Nothing that matters. Nothing that matters. She's fifty eight. And he's like 26. That's a 32 year difference. But he's oh, like he's he's well over 18. So like I low key love this Mrs. Robinson moment for her. Yeah. I mean, this isn't us weekly. Yeah. Who wants to put 100 down that Joe Bradley falls in love with Luann oh and she God. has to like let him down gently? I mean, I'm pretty sure her kids are older than him. Yeah, absolutely. They are. This is wild. Well, we'll see what happens. Luann is everyone's dad going through a midlife crisis. Yeah. I oh, my God. It. Yes. Good for her. I'm really pulling for these kids. <laughs> I like the use of counting for Countess. Counting for Countess. Love it. We counted 32 years. Um, okay. And also, did you guys hear about Jesus Jugs? Yeah, she was spotted filming with Heather and Emily. I don't love that. It's going to be so messy if she's on. Yeah. I love the like, mess. Like, Shannon's going to be so unhinged, and I cannot wait. I want Archie to be safe, though. I will say that. We need to call animal control or whoever it is. Check on him every once in a while. Family court's going to need to get involved to, like, come check in on Archie. I, I just a like, wellness check. I feel bad for <laughs> Shannon. I've got a, I have a soft spot for Shannon. And Jesus Jugs is probably getting love-bombed by JJ. But do you think she could be doing it back to him, too? Just to mess with them because she thinks he has money. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not going to lie. Okay, I have a deep, dark secret confession. I skipped the Jesus Jugs years of OC. I'm so sorry. I'm letting you all down. Have you ever seen the twins' birth? It, it was the twins, right? Their birthday. And she's telling her birth story at their oh, birthday yeah. party in front of yes. these like five-year-olds. <laughs> Just so poetic. No, that speech is what made me stop watching. Oh, really? For, no for way. For many moons. Yeah, many moons. And Gretchen had left at that point, right? Oh, God, Gretchen. I don't even know. It was a long time ago. I mean, we could have had Gretchen back on our TVs with that lost season of Ultimate Girls Trip. Who needs Gretchen with Slade Sla- Smiley when you have John Jansen? Oh, no, I want... Think? Right, I know. But I want Gretchen not with Slade Smiley. So she'll be perfect for... I think she's like silly fun. Like she does these... Oh, she's like one of the face tuning. She's like face tunes her face into oblivion on Instagram. She is a blur. Right. Exactly. She is like one blur. She's just a big blur. There's, yeah. I like there's times where her nose doesn't even look like it's there anymore. It's just like it's all blur. But I love <laughs> her. Like she was just so. I, I mean, my, I miss her too. I, she was entertaining. Thinking years before Slade. I liked her better before right. Slade. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because who was the, even the, the guy that even died? Even the Jeff years. She was entertaining. Jeff. When she got the motorcycle. All I remember, I got back into OC like many years later when I just happened to pop it on and I was still even at my old house. So I promise I've been watching for years now, just not (laughs) 
the years prior. And it was Vicky screaming on top of a mountain in ski gear that she has never been with multiple partners in her life. And I was like, man, I have been missing out. So that that scene probably didn't make a lot of sense to you then. I mean, I made sense out of it. (laughs) I kind of put two and two together. Figured that, it out. Those were dumb. Those are dumb episodes. I don't like it when they like try to bring back this relic of a housewife like Lori, you know, from the first season, like try to bring her back to start shit. Was she there to start shit? Yes. Yeah. Oh, see, no, you're right. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I can't remember all of it. But I just remember that scene when she's yelling at. I was just hooked at Vicky screaming her ass off on top of the mountain. Like <laughs> She could have caused an avalanche with that scream. <laughs> Maybe she did. I don't know. She got my attention. I miss Vicky. Welcome back to the OC. We're glad to have you. <laughs> I mean, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I think Vicky makes the OC better. Dude, she does. It's okay. This is a safe space. I'm scared of her. You know? <laughs> I'll admit that. She's somebody I would just like don't even want to be in the room with. Oh, right. Yeah. I could see her being mean in person. Speaking of photoshopping into oblivion, have you guys seen this imposter on Meredith Marx's Instagram right now? Because I don't know who's been posting lately. <laughs> Chloe Kardashian. Of- they look like twins now. Well, her and Lisa both do it. Like, I don't know what they're changing on themselves, but it's like it's like a weird, like they're pasting their head on someone else's body or something. I feel like they're pasting a new face on their face. They're making their faces yeah. different. They're both pretty. You know what I mean? Like, just cut it out. Yeah, they're both gorgeous. You're already pretty. The pictures, when you look at it, you're like, this This isn't her. Lisa, I know she's widening her eyes because the one picture, her eyes were just like massive compared to what, how they normally look. Meredith, I can't tell what the hell it is. But you can always tell the face tune because if you zoom in, it's always so such a different color and texture than the rest of their body. And I love when they don't edit the men. If there is a man in the photo, yeah. the guy's <laughs> oh like, God, yeah. you're unfiltered. And then she's just completely yeah. filtered. I love those. There's this one makeup influencer who is terrible with that. Her husband has acne. And he, she leaves the acne on her husband. Oh, that's so like, If you're cruel. not good at makeup, your face should look good. It, it Take his acne off. Take the man a solid. That's so mean. Maybe she wants to keep him ugly so no women come in. I don't know. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Sometimes they're so great. You just want to fugly him up. They'll always be beautiful to you. Not an 8.5. Not an 8.5. Let's speak him a 2. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Meredith, do you guys want to hop right into Salt Lake? Absolutely. Reunion part three. Yeah. I mean, overall... For me, this was kind of like a letdown of a part three because it was such a buildup of like what new information we were going to get because of that last line of the season finale of like, there's so much more than you even know. Like, no, there isn't. We knew that Jen Mm -hmm. Shaw. Also, we knew that Jen Shaw did the black eye. They didn't say how she did the black eye. Like this is such they still a deflated died. balloon of a part three of a reunion. Nobody's going to convince me that Heather did not know all season just because of, you know, the season desist. Like Heather knew and she worked all season. Maybe she needed confirmation. And I'm probably repeating myself and I'm sorry. Just skip ahead that 15, 30 seconds and then and we'll get back to your regularly scheduled program. But <laughs> I just don't I don't know. I thought Heather's speech sounded like a lot of malarkey. I will Give Heather that she's really good at those long monologues and, you know, she she goes on tangents and they're pretty powerful sounding, but like... She's had all season to practice it. 
Yeah, I think true. that's why it sounds so good. I feel like that was not a new monologue for her. She was just waiting for the right opportunity. Usually the best kind of reunion is when we're not left with any more questions and we're left still with so many more questions, I think. What questions do you have? Well, like was, is Meredith or is Monica just saying that she was an FBI witness? Like, is there no, no confirmed information from the FBI about this? Can you imagine them releasing a statement about this? <laughs> we employed Monica da, 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 Garcia Fowler. <laughs> Listen, I have a feeling it was sort of like the the signs at the airport. If you see something, say something. Maybe uh-huh. she was approached and maybe it was like, "Listen, if you see something, say something." <laughs> like maybe she did know something was going on and was told to like, "Hey, if you like, you know, obviously if there's something weird going on with Jen, let us know but like she wasn't really employed it's she's not she acted like a real dwight Schrute. (laughs) yes i never watched the office but i i get the reference but (laughs) no i will not apologize for that (laughs) um you should be apologizing right now actually you know if you watch the office i'll go back and watch the lost oc years that i lost oh okay okay i'll i'll let's do a virtual handshake okay and i'm the witness It's happening. (laughs) It's all happening. All right. I guess I'm watching The Office. Okay. Well, should we just take this chronologically? Because like we still ended up with Mary Cosby on the first on the couch denying that she body shamed Heather. Like these women are treating her like she is like the same with Kelly Benson on Scary Island. Like they're treating her with kid gloves and not holding her accountable for anything. Like she's body. She is like mentally deficient, I think. A little bit. (laughs) little bit something's not right there and i did love how she kept saying corsket did you see the corsket yeah yeah corsket that was probably the best part for me yeah she's but she's so high fashion though i mean it's just a term you don't even know a corsket it's it's a chanel corsket it was a gucci corsket actually i liked her chairs i would it would that would be like a badge of honor for me like you think my chairs look like they're from willy maka hell yeah Like, I wish I lived in Candyland. The best description I heard was that her house looks like the Lorax decorated it. <laughs> <laughs> that poor Lorax being insulted. I know. I love the Lorax. Needs and truffula trees everywhere. And I know that, like, everyone is talking about how different Heather looked on Watch What Happens Live. But even on the reunion, she did look very different. Like, I think she got her jaw shaved. And I'm not sure what else. No, I bet she just lost a bunch of weight. I don't know. I'd have to take a closer look. But honestly, it looks so good. Good for her. She looked amazing. She did say she had to let Tanisha go. And I was like, well, that's the best thing that ever happened to you. Look at your hair. Her hair looked amazing. I just don't feel like we got answers. Like Monica didn't apologize. She didn't try to get them to like see her side of anything. It was just like... Such an unfulfilling reunion, I think. Well, let's start. At, let's start, though, closer to the beginning. OK, because there were some funny parts. Okay. I did love Meredith's impression of Winnie. That was great. <laughs> yeah. So that was a highlight for me. I'm always here for that. <laughs> it wasn't that close, though, but it is kind of funny to see Meredith try to, like, do an impression because she's so. I thought it was pretty close. Really? <laughs> yeah. The bathtub. Like, that is, that's how she talks. <laughs> With the baby voice. And then Angie K. I mean, I think Angie K is like, people love her. I could feel like, I'm kind of like here nor there on her. 
Well, she's the dawn of the Greek mafia. You better like her. <laughs> I better respect. Your, she's growing on me. Show your respect. Kiss the ring. She did a great impression of Meredith. That was pretty funny. Lisa having to get glam every single day. What? She, yeah, she admitted to that. She gets glam every single day. That was my impression. I'm like, what makes you have the urge to get glam to the grocery store? And I don't think it's insecurity like Mary Cosby. So, you know, thoughtfully. It makes me sad for her if she is that insecure. I don't think it's insecurity. I think she just has too much money to spend and like likes glam. But to me, it's like, man, are you? I don't think it's insecurity at all. I think it's a little bit of the opposite, maybe a little bit too secure and just cares too much, you know? I just can't imagine how much time you're wasting throughout a year, like constantly getting glam to just wash it off at the end of the day. I know. <laughs> I exactly. can't fathom this. I know. Like low-key, I hate washing makeup off too. Like, oh, same. Clean skin, that's fine. Makeup, it's like a whole damn thing. And I get I so know. annoyed. So, I mean, look, Lisa's just better than us, apparently. She gets glam every day and she has the discipline to wash it off. So, but then she was saying, like, she didn't even, no one followed up on the fact when she was like, I can't see. Like, she was saying, like, she was blind. Like, what? Maybe she needs like reading glasses or something. Like, what couldn't she see? I can't remember. I remember them saying she can't see, but yeah, I hate it when they don't follow up on like stupid questions like that. Like, she can't see to do her makeup. Was that what it was? Yeah. Like, some type of, disability is kind of what it's what she sounded like she was hinting at maybe she just needs contacts <laughs> no wonder she can't find her ring that she lost in the bathroom <laughs> true oh my god the baby stole ross's ring and has been running around uh, we don't know oh, where it is we no. is it fancy i mean it's his wedding ring yeah so yes and no <laughs> is it blinked out no <laughs> i'm joking Sorry. Do you think my husband would have a bling ring? No. That's why I'm asking because it's so preposterous. Exactly. <laughs> I think I made a joke about it once and I got like the look and I was like, just kidding. But yeah, I mean, basically Monica just goes into how this account was meant to expose Jen. She just doesn't really back up. I mean, the the part that was pretty egregious is the fact that like they would tag Heather every day in stories and like heather still has the receipt of that i don't know what are your guys thoughts i feel like i'm i'm just <laughs> repeating the same thing over and over <laughs> alex you go i just i don't understand i understand it's not cool to troll like no one should be trolling anybody to the point of like bullying you can say smart ass comments because like shade is shade and like if you set yourself or die up for slowly. it. Yeah. Thank you, Ralph Pittman. <laughs> oh, my God. Ralph. Don't die slowly. Huge shout out to Ralph Pittman. We love you. Someone's very bitter about not getting a happy Friday from us, but thanks for, <laughs> thanks for noticing us, Ralph. Love you, Mina. How could we be so petty? How could we be so petty? Not wish him a happy Friday. You know what, Drew Sedora? Happy Friday every Friday. We love you. <laughs> Happy Friday tomorrow and every other Friday after yep. that, Drew, you queen. And also, Ralph, I got to hand it to you. Not a lot of people could make me think that Juan is not that bad of a guy. But you did. You did that. He so did anyway. that. You slid into our DMs, proving us wrong about Juan Dixon. There's somebody terrible, more terrible than him. 
<laughs> just making Juan look good. My big question about this whole thing with Monica is who helped her make this burn book and was her four daughters subjected to that manual labor? Oh my God, probably. Can you imagine putting your picture in front of your children being like, this biatch, da-da-da-da-da. Like, come on, ma'am. Maybe she just told them like, we're going to make like a few uh, pictures of our friends. Let's do scrapbooking girls. Photo album. And then maybe she went in after and like filled in all of her thoughts. Okay, that that would be better. I don't know. That just bothered me because I love a prop, but it was just not, it wasn't hitting. It was just like, it fell completely flat. Yes, poorly, poorly executed, awkward. She's supposed to be the outcast of the group. And in Mean Girls, it's the Mean Girls that had the burn book. So she's like not even really executing this correctly. Like she's supposed to be the vigilante Katie Heron type in this situation. Do you want to know how to make a burn book actually work in this scenario? Here's what she should have done. Make your stupid burn book, whatever. It's still kind of crunchy. But what if you'd open that up and it would be like all the shit that Heather said about Lisa on her page, all the shit that Mm, Heather said about Meredith on the next and then on and on and on. Tabs, highlighted, everything. And then packets. That would have been a good execution. Dude, that could have gotten the heat off of her so hard. My take on Monica is honestly like, I'm with you, Alex. I really, really hope her daughters weren't involved in this in any way, shape or form. Yeah. And I I mean, what else would we be talking about if she didn't, if she wasn't on the season, didn't pull all this, like we would have no season. But like, what what are you doing with your daughters and your, why are you b- making a burn book? Also, the FBI stakeouts of Jen Shaw's house, where are her daughters during that? that oh, the whole family, the Darnell Garcia Fowler family is in need of just month-long therapy. Month-long? They need a month-long uh, retreat. Intensive. Well, that's what I mean, for intensive therapy. <laughs> like rehab for your brain. Electroshock, maybe. Uh, right. I mean, it just makes me feel bad for the girls, honestly. I mean, we didn't even really see them, but like her mom is just, she didn't know how to play it at all. I'm hoping Monica spent her free time stalking when the girls were with her father. So that could always be, you guys forget there's free time and divorce. So that is true. I mean, we don't know what their custody was, but right. That is, that is true. I just hope they weren't like in the backseat. That's all I care about. Yeah, I hope they weren't. She had her Which, daughter in one of the TikToks with, what was her name? Tanisha. It was like Stevie Nicks song playing. It's like some mom off or something like that. They made a TikTok. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Tanisha's yeah, holding that. a fake baby, I think, because she doesn't have have children. And then Monica's oh, like holding her daughter. Oh, then maybe, I don't know. It looked like she was holding a fake baby. It's weird. <laughs> Is it because Stevie Nicks was awesome or... I didn't even get... They were, like, in a park. But they had the babies, like, strapped to them. And, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and then they were, like, swaying side to side. I still... It's, like, haunting me that it keeps coming to the front of my brain that I keep thinking of this. (laughs) I'm going to have to look it up. Some TikToks are completely harmless. It it wasn't harmful. It was just, like, come on, ladies. Yeah. Where are your other three children? Don't you have something to do? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one of them need to be changed. Yeah. My, I think my main issue with Monica is that she had so many opportunities to humble herself yes. before thy housewives and apologize and grovel and kiss the feet, kiss the ring of the dawn. And like, honest to God, just, I mean, like, who are we kidding? Like, 
These women will eat it up. They'll take it. They had Jen Shaw around for God's sakes. Like, I think she really screwed up by being deflective, dismissive, defensive, and casting blame on others. All you have to do is like, listen, I got caught up in this Jen thing and I got way too involved and I'm so sorry. And just word vomit, all of your apologies and love. And I feel like you could have made your way back, but she really blew it. You guys, we've all seen the way how anytime Lisa Barlow is mentioned in a story, she like eats it up. And like, if we praise her on our Instagram stories, she's like eating it up and sending prayers hands and like they love this shit they love to be mentioned i mean yeah monica just was not strategic at all about this i mean no and she fights like a child oh yeah exactly she can't read anyone like she doesn't do good reads no insults are like you're ugly and you're old the best so. one she had was bench warming bitch. That was it. That was no, good. That was that three was episodes good. ago. Give us more now. Like we need more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bench warming bitch was pretty dope. And she wanted like she basically wanted to have Jen caught with a DUI drinking and driving. Which is weird. That's like not your job, girl. Right. <laughs> and it, I mean, there were so many like audios. That was just beyond. It was beyond <laughs> creepy. She got way too involved. I get it. Like you're She's in too deep. Maybe she should have just started her own podcast and like talked about it there. I don't know. It would be like a serial podcast where they're like examining everything. Like she's going through, this is the evidence that I found today. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. At 3.06 p.m. I was outside of her home. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When I was stalking her, this is what I saw. Her house is bougie AF. And oh my God, like I felt horrible for her because like the women were laughing at her, but it was hilarious when when they were like, you were... They were like, you were trying to catch her. What was it that they were laughing at? They were like, you were trying to catch her getting a DUI or drinking and driving. She's working for the, the FBI or the police. FBI, yeah, that's her. it, that's it. That's exactly what I mean. If you see something, say something, not stalk her outside of her house. Yeah. I literally In laughed out loud when she said that. I did too. That's what I mean. She should have groveled and been like, I'm an idiot. I. But also like Jen Shaw's in jail. She's a non-existent threat at this point. And at the point when, I mean, I guess it had been going on. I mean, she really should have, like, in the beginning of the show, come clean about this stuff and saying that she doesn't do it anymore. I mean, I think it really is just the secrecy that obviously triggered Heather so much. I mean, the secret, it's like a double personality. But do you guys think that production knew about it? I think that's maybe why she's not returning to the show or she's on pause because she's accusing them that they knew. And Andy's like, there's no way we would cast you. So that's like her throwing them under the bus because that's kind of a liability for them not looking out for the other housewives. And I imagine it's probably like how she said, oh, you guys have, you know, I applied and I said, you guys have no ratings. You guys are boring. You're going to get canceled, blah, blah, blah. But really, it's like you need some spicy Latina and I'm so interested and yada, yada, yada. Like, I I have a feeling there's her version of that. And then there's... The truth. And I feel well, like we've seen she lies so much. Like you can't trust anything she says. I don't know if it was Bravo or somebody, but oh, production put out a statement and they were saying um the casting team and producers were unaware of Monica's association with the Instagram account, Reality Vontese, and no knowledge of the account when she was cast. Well, they were aware of her connection to Jen. They were completely unaware of the information that Heather shared in Bermuda. Yeah, I feel like 
She probably told him like not a lie, but not a truth. So basically lying by omission. Still lie. It Well, yeah, lying by omission, like saying, oh yeah, I mean, I worked to get Jen exposed and maybe I'm in entertainment and media or whatever. But then Heather did lie. Heather lied about production too, though. So then now we got two that have lied. And she lied about a physical assault too. Yeah. That was wild how, like, she was remorseful. She played it right. But she didn't give us any I damn mean, answers. She was acting remorseful. No, I know. I, I hated that. Exactly. That's why if she was really remorseful, I think she probably would have stepped it up. Here's my thing is I love how everybody's taking this either or, like, either, you know, Monica's the worst and she's gone or Heather you're a you're still a liar and you're full of shit and blah 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 blah. guys come on where <laughs> one does not make the other one better and the other one being terrible does not make the other one better like come on so that to me has been kind of funny to watch online mother might go with the two wrongs don't make a right <laughs> I'm not wrong and I'm right I mean, I wonder what would happen next season without Monica because they're like, oh, we're friends and that's why we work so well together and we can't have her because she's not a friend. None of y'all bitches are really friends. I believe there is some friendship there between like Meredith and Lisa. Meredith and Lisa, Heather, Whitney. I think that there is some. And uh, like, I think the Beverly Hills ladies are actually friends. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. Speaking of Beverly Hills, are we done with Monica and her her nonsense, her burn booking. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the whole call out to Jen Shaw was crazy. Like Heather speaking to Jen Shaw. Why would you shout out your abuser? Like, hey, hope hey, hope the clink's fun. Well, I mean, she was saying she's glad that she's no longer her bitch. Yeah, but like, I don't know. That was just weird. What did Karen Huger say? Sing, sing. You're going to sing, oh, sing. And like hot dogs. I really wish she'd pulled that. Just like started shouting out random prison terms and called it a night. Yeah. I just wish like she was given every opportunity. To, like Andy was literally like, is there anything more you want to say? Here's your chance. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, I guess that's pride, honestly. Like what would it be that she wouldn't have anything more to say to them? I don't know. She still acted like she didn't know what happened. I'm sorry, but there are certain points where even if you're blackout drunk, you will remember. And I have a feeling that one of those is getting punched in the face by a tiny little Jen Shaw. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) So whatever. I want to move on. Let's move on to Beverly Hills. I thought that was a decent episode this week. What about you? Yeah, let's do it. Barcelona. Or is it Barcelona? (laughs) Well, if you're in Spanish, it's Barcelona. But for the rest of us, it's Barcelona. Okay, good. I will not be able to say Barcelona. Barcelona, please I was just going to say Spain. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to say I'm really pissed off that I'm not there. I went to Barcelona for like a day and I'm very sad. This is very tragic for me. I've got like real bad, like what's a, I I can't even. FOMO. I have FOMO real bad. (laughs) I don't like it. But anyway. We'll we'll get there someday. (sighs) We better. Anyway, let's just start talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Sutton's bringing her ashes. Sutton is bringing the ashes of her former dance colleague. Merce. Mm. I thought that was hilarious. I love Sutton. It was very Sutton of her. Very Sutton of her. I was so uncomfortable. Death makes me so uncomfortable. (laughs) I thought it was sweet. She really respects Merce and wanted to take him somewhere good. But it looked like she was trying to Put him in like a little porcelain breakable box, like to trap. 
I didn't like any of it. I love those little Jonathan Adler <laughs> containers. Oh, God. Yes. That say like Prozac and all that on it. Yeah, exactly. Like drugs, weed. Uppers, downers. I, I want those so bad. Oh, I know. The whole collection. Both the containers and whatever, but still. <laughs> but still. Okay. That house, though, it was beautiful, but I'm sorry. It was creepy as hell. And like the rooms were small. The like there were. But it's Europe. I know, but. Europe does not have big rooms. Actually, in Europe, they do. Ross and I actually found this like one. All the like good hotels were taken and they were so expensive, even if they weren't. So we just roll up to this random place we found in Rome. We told my sister where we were and she was like, that's my favorite hotel. We walk in this side door and it was sketchy as hell. And I was like, great. We're going up this elevator (laughs) that only like one of us can fit in. And it's like a cage, you know, very European elevator experience. We get into this room, (laughs) hot damn. It was like three rooms, this amazing bathroom, like heated floors, like towel warmers. And Kennedy had her own like chaise bed. Like, I don't know, I can't even Uh get there. And And then you order DoorDash there and you get everything on the menu and it's like $40. I'm telling you, getting to Europe in some places anyway, it's expensive. But once you get there... I don't know. I'm glad we weren't at a hotel. I'll just put it that way. Well, wait, what was it though? It was just like an Airbnb? Nope. I'm not going to say the name. I don't want everyone to know. (laughs) But it wasn't a hotel? It was a hotel. I'm glad all the like known hotels were taken. There was no like (laughs) Ritz available or not that we would stay there anyway, but that's, you know what I mean? No Marriott's be bopping around that were available that we could afford, which turned out to be a blessing in disguise. So I think that building was cool. And It's also, I mean, it's Europe. You're not going to get like massive places. I just feel horrible for that chef, Storm, who they're all like assaulting (laughs) verbally. Yeah, he's going to be devoured by the end of this trip by them. (laughs) I didn't like Erica being like, I'll take him first. You get him in the back. I know. Erica Erica would take seconds. She would let Garcelle hit it first. (laughs) That's what she said. Oh, my God. Wow. I wanted to throw out my dinner when she said that. I was like, Erica, why? <laughs> Erica smells spirits. Did you hear that part? Well, she was the one who blurted out, it's haunted. What do you guys think about that? Spirits and haunting. I want to see a ghost, but I never have. I had a ghost in my old house. There, I said it. I did not believe in ghosts until I had one. And I was like, oh, shit. Was it friendly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a kid. It was, a, it was one of the little ones. Don't make the little ones come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make Caspers. the little ones come out. Good for sudden screaming out. But anyway. Enough about my ghost. I'm back to dinner. So what did you guys think about Anne-Marie basically saying that she was lonely, that Sutton was lonely and insecure? I hated that. Like, dagger. That was a bitch move. I know. And also, like, the fact that there are three divorcees at the table. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? And one who wants to be divorced, and probably two. And plus, Dorit and Kyle probably want to be single anyway. (laughs) So, I mean... Kyle's crying. I know. The Kyle... God, it's just so crazy. Like, just also the fact that, like, I was fed in some content, probably read it, but it was like, these people are just friends and they're doing this, like, sexy video, like their music video together. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a great point. I don't think I would feel comfortable doing that with a platonic friend. No way. Like, no matter how good of an actress you are. I mean, for real. I mean, I don't know. If you're an actress, then it is what it is. But also, I don't think Kyle's that good of an actress. I was going to say, it's. Not, it's- <laughs> Kyle Richards. Like, we love her, but, like, she's not yeah. Oscar award-winning Meryl Lifetime's Street. own like, Kyle Richards. Listen, she's buddies with Jamie Lee Curtis. That's enough for me. So, 
How chic. <laughs> so chic. <laughs> I just feel like it, they act like they don't want attention and they're just best buddies. And then let's make a music video to get everyone's tongues wagging and feeding each other kebabs at my friend's like death party and all this horrible stuff. But then getting mad about like, no, don't talk about me. Why are you like giving me all this attention? Nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. She's the one calling back grid for all of these paparazzi photos everywhere. I know. Didn't that no just one's come pounding out? her? She's calling them. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. She is- She's the biggest hypocrite. Okay. Let's explain that. Alex... Tell us what you know. Well, every time that she's with her, there is a paparazzi photo. And I'm convinced that she is calling them and telling her, telling them her whereabouts and that she'll be with Morgan. Oh, honey, it came out that she has been the one calling them. It did? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you knew. I swear you sent that to no. us. <laughs> did I? I don't always read what I'm sending. <laughs> Oh my God, I love you. You know, it's like that YouTube video that's too long and you're like, oh, 25 seconds of my life. Jesus. <laughs> I would totally like that. I just look at the headline. Yeah, headlines enough usually, right? Who needs an article? Totally being facetious there. Read the damn articles. Most things are clickbait. But the moral of the story is Kyle does call the paparazzi on herself and Morgan to stir shit up. Well, so, so then the it was like Sutton being, you know, Anne-Marie. I don't want to call her Anna Marie. It's, it's Anne Marie. I know, but they keep calling her Anna Marie. That's like when you do that when you hate somebody. Like if their name is Brett, you call them Brent. Like you purposely just <laughs> fuck with their name a little bit. Alex, everybody yeah. on earth calls me Mika. So like, what are you saying <gasps> right now? That's so rude. Oh, yeah. On accident. You need to keep correcting them. <laughs> I think it might be the spelling. It's the... Um, it is the spelling. I thought that w- I thought it was Mika. It's okay. You and everybody else. I know. It's a beautiful name. I butcher everybody, so I was just <laughs> waiting for you to say it. <laughs> you know what? That's probably the way to go. I'm just like, this crystal thing, too, that Anne-Marie is bringing up is just annoying, too. I don't know. I just can't with her. Anna Maria is embarrassed that she told Crystal, I'm a doctor, I'm a doctor, and then got on the show and lo and behold, you're not. So now she needs something to deflect. And so she's saying, do I think Crystal said those things? Mm, Maybe. Possibly. Do do I think that she said it in a mean way? Uh, I don't know. I mean, honestly. It's just women talking shit. Like, are any of us super educated or non-fake socialites? I don't know. Is like Crystal at some like, you know, advanced degree level here? I mean, I don't know. Her husband went to a brave little toaster event like two weeks ago. So, okay. I wanted to bring that up because that was a core memory of mine watching that movie. That movie is disturbing. It should not be. That movie's fucked up. I saw it again. With one of my littles and I was like, oh, it's sort of like when all the Toy Story characters and like Toy Story 3 are holding hands while they approach their imminent death. Oh. Yeah. No, Brave Little Toaster is not a kid's movie. It is deeply disturbing when that air conditioning, air conditioner unit blew himself up. I'm like suppressing a lot of this. <laughs> I know. Think about the junkyard. Yeah. All the cars. All the cars. And that evil magnetic. Yeah, the magnet got them and crushed them up into little cubes. And they were all. Oh, at the uh, junkyard, right? Yeah, they're like, they know that they're old and out of service and no good to anyone anymore. And they're like sad. It's like, oh my God, I haven't watched this movie in forever. And now I don't want to see it ever again. I'm going to research um, shots from this movie and it has to be in our roundup for this episode. Fucking Lily. <laughs> and if you don't know the brave little toaster, we're too old for you. If you don't know the brave little toaster, then it's probably just not for you. 
Like, how do you not know the Brave Little Toaster is more the question. I don't even think that was like a major movie studio. I felt like that was like an indie <laughs> film for I kids. thought it was Disney, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't think it so. It was Disney. I, are you sure? Hell yeah. I would be willing to bet it was not Disney. Hold on. I do not remember the Disney. Like, I don't even want to Google this. It's going to be all about like. The disturbing stuff about it. What's it, it called? Like a. Uh, uh, Evanescence? No, it's not. <laughs> I hate them. Hold on. No. Existential crisis. The brave little toaster. Ah, existential. There you go. I just used that the other week. How did I not think of that? And I'm going to say Crystal is pedantic. That's my other big word for the damn day. Can you remind the audience what that means? Because some of the audience probably doesn't know what that means. And they probably would like to know what pedantic Uh, means again because they forgot. It means that somebody's kind of like a know-it-all when they don't really know it all. And they gloat about it. Yeah. And they're very um, loud. And it's normally about like one subject. But Crystal just does it with a lot. (laughs) So... It kind of goes along with like mansplaining a bit. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Thanks for explaining that to the audience. Crystal. Yeah. I don't know. What if she did say all that? Like who honestly cares? You know, she did. Yeah. I don't doubt she did. Honestly. I mean, she's a shit talker kind of. She did it in the confessional and they showed it. They did show it. That's right. But I still don't care. Anne Marie's just that unlikable. I just don't care. Crystal can say whatever she wants and feel whatever she wants and Honestly, she may not be wrong, but also may not be like necessarily trying to be super nasty about it. It may just be like a set of characteristics she's describing. I know that I'm giving her way too much credit here, but that's what I do. So (laughs) I think it's kind of funny that she thinks that the other women like outright believe her when we see them talking amongst themselves and they don't. That was my favorite. Like, I'm not worried. Why would they think I would say that? Ma'am, because you have said it. Sutton made that pretty damn obvious. She was like, wait, what? What? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe if I married Lion King Master when I was like 24, I'd also think I was better than everyone else. So I'm going to give her a pass. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. How do you guys feel about their relationship? Because I'm about to do a deep dive into it, like during an insomniac period. I think they seem sweet. I didn't realize it was such a huge age gap. I do think the child bride thing is a little cringy because you can't like, say that. she was 20. You cannot say that. She was 24. So allegedly, per the internet, they started dating like five years. That picture said they got married when she was 24. She would have been 19. And she said in an earlier episode that she worked at like a phone sex line or whatever. No. How did she meet this man? She did? I feel like Charlie from It's Always Sunny right now in front of like the board where he's got like all those strings and he looks like a madman. But I'm like, this is just weird. Like he, she's going to hang out with a 40 some year old man when she's 19 and can't even have a drink at an event. If you're with somebody in Texas, like a husband or such or a parent, you can drink there. I don't know what the rules are. Alter. You're like, oh, here's my 15 year old wife. She can drink. It's my wife. <laughs> my God. I own this bitch, so I say what's what goes. Not that I'm defending it. Don't worry. No, I know. I'm just like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Oh my God. This like trip though, like the winding roads, like the way that they were like shooting at the camera, like was making me nauseous. I did not but appreciate on those winding that. Roads. I know. But I don't know what happened. Like what? Like um, the veins popping out of her hands? Like what could that be? I think I know. I bet she was like dehydrated from the plane or something and then 
they drank, right? And had a bunch of like food and maybe she got up and just like not enough fluids and jet lag and all of that fun stuff. Maybe they were in higher altitude, like that stuff can really mess with you. I really do want to see how Anna Maria handles it though. I want to see if she's <laughs> Anna Maria. nice. Well, apparently she saves the day. Well, we don't know that though. I feel like I read that. I feel like I read that somewhere. I haven't read that. Leave me on the side of the road. Do not have her attend to me. Somebody just have Anthony fly Dr. Nicole in and then we'll be fine. I can have a destination funeral. Leave me there. Everyone come, come celebrate me. Don't have her help me at all. Yeah, I would just have like, them like burn my ass up. So I could just be, you know, flown about in Barcelona with Merce. I was going to say Sutton could bring you back on the return flight. <laughs> She's got room. I know Sutton would take care of me for like way too long. So, okay. You'd be in that good that is true. Jonathan Adler container. <laughs> yes. yeah. You'll be in there with the, the cocaine label. That's literally, I now want to be cremated and put into one of those containers. Hell yes. This is my new, new freaking goal. Thank you, Sutton, for the inspiration. (laughs) I would want to be cremated and then turn into a diamond and then force Sutton to hold out my diamond in the intro. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's good. That's a mic drop. Oh, that really is. Boom. Next segment. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, we're kind of at the end of the episode. So, I mean, really next segment. Please don't kill me. And yes, please do deep dive. I want to know everything. I want to know everything about Rob and Crystal. Thank God I'm an insomniac. So I'll just, it's up at like two in the morning. We'll be like, Rob Mink off on the internet. Well, okay. But you know that he was at the Brave Little Toaster event because he was like the, and they show the picture of the boy that owned all of those appliances that was based off of him. That's him. Rob? What? Yes. Yes. I'll send you guys the article. That this is, wait, uh, hang on. Was this a college? (laughs) This is Rob's college years, the Brave Little Toaster? I don't know. I have no clue. This is where I, I swear. Well, no wonder he likes Crystal because she's so much younger. Is that why he dropped off all of his amazing appliances at the fucking junkyard? I know I said I would cuss later, but now I'm like upset. <laughs> yeah. This is new information we haven't processed yet. <laughs> yeah. And it, they showed a side by side picture and he, the because like the animated version, it does look like him. My mind is freaking blown. So Rob, Crystal's husband, Rob is the young guy in the Brave Little Toaster who drops off all of his stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was either like he produced it or he did something involving, he wrote it. But he was the guy. I mean, we He could, was the like, animated guy though, right? Yes, yes. I'm so stressed out. I, I like cannot <laughs> process this right now. Like, I'm going to go to bed with nightmares about every appliance I, well, I ever threw away. Let's, Let's jump to Miami, though. Can We can do a to-be-continued next week with our findings on this. Brave little toaster emergency. Thank you. I'm unwell. She's not wrong. Google shows the pictures of him looking like it. I, it, Rob Minkoff is going to be my next insomnia victim of research. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't worry. We're going to post that picture. We're going to post a side-by-side of Rob Minkoff. If we can find an earlier Rob Minkoff, that would be great. And then we're going to post a picture of him next to that, the Brave I mean, that poster. picture right there is pretty good. It is, good. but is it the smoking gun we want? No. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll keep looking, guys. A smoking, I can't believe there's a smoking gun in the case of the Brave Little Toaster. <laughs> <laughs> and it's linked to Bravo. 
Also, the, Erica's earrings. How did you guys feel about her bringing that up? That was not the win she thought it would be. And that money is so laundered that how are these people going to figure out where the money came from to pay for these and they earrings? Were just, all the women were like, eh, okay, cool. She doesn't know where the money came from, but you're getting nothing by bragging about it now. Like, she's just starting to build credibility. Honey, maybe don't talk about, like, your win in court. Like, oh, wow, these victims are out how many millions? But you get your $750,000 earrings back. Congrats, I guess. Just say I'm donating it to the victims and be done with it. Like, no one's going to really follow you up on that. I don't think. Maybe they will. Actually, they probably will. They they will. (laughs) But somebody will. Doesn't it feel like the Morgan letters, it's starting to feel like, like, just let it go. Just let it go. Let the mouse go. Anything more on Bev Hills? No, I'm emotionally distraught now about the Brave Little Toaster. We need to move on. Yeah, this is like... Well, oh, wait, does he get married in the Brave Little Toaster? I don't care. Tell us later. Well, that's not Crystal is all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) You mean that cartoon person? I'm just giving him shit now. He was so young there. That has to be like the first one. We all know he grew cold. He really grew up before he met Crystal. So anyway, I loved Miami. That was so good. It was they fun. All went to, it was a good time. The only thing I miss is that Nicole isn't there yet in Mexico City. The ladies all go to Mexico I know. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm... I don't know why. Oh, because she has to work. That's right. Respect. She has a real job on like Bland She's an Marie. actual anesthesiologist. She's just busy being incredible, you know, as Nicole does. So they're going to Mexico City and then amazing that Gertie gets the news that she has no more cancerous cells. I know. Because I believe she had the second surgery. She did have the second right? surgery. Like they must not have showed they us. Said it, she said it went well. All the margins are clear, which is me. You know, they got all the rest of the cancer out. So they check all the margins around what they took out. That means none of those tested positive for cancer, which is incredible. She does need chemo and she took that very well. And it looks like on on a preview, she gets upset, but rightfully so. But I was very jealous of the Mondrian, y'all. My sister has stayed at the Mondrian. My sister is Mommy Travels on Instagram. Check it out. She's great. She's been pretty much everywhere, but she's a travel writer, influencer, blogger. You name it. She's been there and done it. Mommy Travels, a.k.a. my sissy, has been to many a Mondrian, and they're, like, so dope. But anyway. Well, that's where they had drinks where Raquel and Tom hooked up, right? The Mondrian in L.A. Oh, yeah. A guy's night at the Mondrian. Sorry, not to bring the mood down. <laughs> I'm really... I loved that little scene of Gertie being able to get a drink. That was, like, why would you want to be on a trip if you can't Yeah, drink? exactly. I love I mean, her. come on. With all those women, like, screaming at each other. I was going to say, they're not the ones to be sober with. Like, um, Also, like, is this news that Larsa has tequila? When, is this the first we're hearing of it? Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> Competing with Kendall Jenner's 818. Or what is even the name of it? Did is she it tell us? Largarbe? Get it. <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking with me? Oh, my God. I thought I was so gullible. I thought you were for real for a minute. <laughs> no. Guys. Or it's like Marcus. <laughs> it's called like Marcus Tequila. Uh, Wait, they're Larkus. Larkus. Larkus Tequila. Oh my God. And the lark is like the bird on the bottle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it would make my branding mind. that there would be a worm in there too because the bird could get the worm. Oh, yeah. You're right. We're wow. doing, we charge her. We're billing her for an invoice. Of yeah, this I know. We just did a full brainstorm <laughs> session here. Yeah, you're welcome, Lagarve, Marcus. This whole argument with um, Alexia is just Larsa saying she doesn't have a talk. Like she has a market. But like, she did. 
He had a Scottie Pippen. I and now she has a Marcus Jordan. Like he's not paying for some stuff. And do we really think Todd is really something to be like, yes, thank God I have Todd. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd rather be like, yes, thank God I have Marcus Jordan. I mean, clearly this season we've seen that having a Todd is not exactly, you know, thrilling Alexia. He gives her the ick and also he makes her move all by himself and i'm pretty sure i've already gone off about this several times so i'm not gonna go there again I- that was so shitty i still can't believe he i know did that. that was so bad i mean at least it wasn't like moving week like that would have been a final nail in the coffin if he like was on vacation while they were actually no, moving. no it was nice of her to get nice of him to give her an extra eight days before moving week. that's so yeah sweet. did you guys see kiki wiping her tears with the vibrator yeah no that was perfect that was was all that i've got somebody give her a freaking full-time spot for that like how i mean for real i love kiki so much she's so cute i loved her short hair too she looked i know not many of us would present company included i would look awful i would look like charlie brown like not a good look (laughs) alex i love you but you would I know. It's, it's not offensive. It's okay. I would look like powder. Oh it's fine. No, same. I would too. I totally would. That's a throwback. I mean, there's a reason why, like, we all have to fill in our eyebrows, you know, like the blonde without hair. I got microbladed. That's all we yeah, have. Yeah, I got microbladed and brow whiz and all that is still my jam. So. Yeah, no, it is for sure. Um, But did you catch when... Lisa was saying oh and she said like oh I have Jody I have Jody no but like he said she said Jody isn't paying my rent so goes, yet or now yeah yeah she goes not yet yeah. not yet yeah um whatever she looks so pretty she has to know it's just a matter of time she really does she looks so good in that little blue like set Ugh, I want that outfit I so know bad. she does our Miami Barbie yeah well isn't that supposed to be Alexia but really it's Nicole slash Lisa. Yeah, the Cuban Barbie. I just wanted Barbie to get a nom. That's all. The movie Barbie. Margo, Margo she, Robbie. It did, though. It got Best Picture. I mean, yeah. But not, not Margo Robbie or Greta Gerwin. But Ken did, which was sort of the point. Ken did. Right. I know. It's so ironic, honestly. Just it's crazy. I guess Margo isn't enough. You know? I know. Did you see Hillary Clinton made an Instagram post about that? Like cringe. It was so cringe, though. Like I don't care. Good for her for speaking out about Barbie. I love Barbie. Other other Bravo accounts are pissed about this, too. Like this movie meant so much to us during the summer. Yeah, it was so good. I was all about my kids seeing it. I, I love that movie. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. OK, I'm not going to get emotional. I know. Don't get emotional. You're just jealous because I have the Barbie RV, the Barbie dream house, and the Barbie uh, jet. Duh. And the jet. Hello. I'm jealous of the jet. And the speedboat. And by I, I mean Kennedy. I had a beautiful Barbie RV. It was immaculate. I had the, uh, what was it? The house. And then I had the um, extendable oh. Mustang. Ooh. Like it could go from the two-seater to the four-seater. Oh, damn. They need to make that in real life. I was, I was trying to be bad. We had like one of those. Okay. What are those cars that are driven around in Cuba? The old like Chevrolet Bel Air maybe. We had one of those for the Barbie. Oh, Your stop, Barbie that's for, bad. Like classy Ooh. as hell. That's great. I guess. I mean, it had a 
a trailer and uh, and a Chevy Bel Air. That's what I always say. Like my Barbie had a trailer house, but really it was a dope RV for her glamping. My Barbie was trailer trash. <laughs> no, they were going. They were going on right. adventures. Maybe they were going to Burning Man, guys. You don't know. They were glamping at Coachella. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Also, so like Larsa and Marcus, Larsa already goes through Marcus's phone because she can't be, they can't be sure enough that. She's got to trust him. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's the same passcode. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm not going to pretend to be like a relationship expert or anything, but I do have a pretty happy marriage. My husband and I know each other's passwords, but also don't go through each other's phones. Like there's nothing to see there. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty boring. Him and his friends are ridiculous. All they talk about is nonsense <laughs> because once in a while I'll ask him like, what are you guys talking about? And it's just utter nonsense, like boy stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't even. Yeah. Boys are idiots we you know, know that. I, maybe this week i'm gonna go through the week and i'll write down I'll, I'll keep asking and then write down the things that he tells me because it's just utter nonsense it's so okay. stupid and i'm like jealous like oh my god this is what you guys think about all day like awesome that's yeah. awesome well we'll be all years when you report back next week Done. it's happening but yeah i was proud of lisa that she doesn't <laughs> have the urge to go through jody's phone i guess oh yeah i know she has some boundaries. She keeps like delaying signing the thing for Lenny. Oh, Lisa. I guess because yeah. she keeps wanting to ask for more she money. Wants more and more. Yeah. Well, because yeah. I guess he, Ugh. I think she's not ready to let him go. I get like, it. Once your lawyer gets involved or somebody else's lawyer gets involved, you know, something that they think is reasonable and fair, they're like, oh, no, no, no. The lawyer just talks him out of it. And you're like, Ugh. there's no reason why you can't do this, but okay. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> If you yeah. know, you know. So I get it. It's annoying. But at a certain point, just listen to your lawyer. Ask a bunch of questions. That doesn't mean you have to yeah, continuously exactly. be in denial like Lisa, but ask a bunch of questions. Look it up. Find out what's normal, what's you know, what's extreme, and what's actually really, really good and like a good deal. And I guarantee she's getting a good one. But she just needs to get out of her own way. No, seriously. I don't know who's telling her to like, you think it's her telling herself? Like, no, ask for more. Probably. Yeah. Because she's wounded and she's technically moved on to somebody, but she's still like holding. She let, mentions Lenny all the time. Like she, I don't think she's ready to leave. You it. cannot convince me that she has moved on in the. It's slightest. also different when you're in it, and it's just constantly driving you crazy. I feel like she's not obsessed with Lenny or even wants Lenny. I don't think she even wanted Lenny while they were together. I don't think she's ready to let go of the lifestyle. Which I, you know, I understand. That was her life for a very long time. And she doesn't have any support there. You know what I mean? It's just her. There's no feeling. She also felt probably so insanely rejected, too, by the whole cheating. Yes. Oh, God, you know, yeah. I, it's one of those situations where you want to win, like, a no-win situation. I think I've said that before, but it's true. Hey, I'm so excited to see Adriana perform. Yeah, that comes next week, right? Yeah. That party, the S&M bunny mask party <laughs> the bondage bunny bondage bunny yes oh my god wait okay wait we need a episode title should be bondage bunny i think it should be bondage bunny <laughs> that could be like a rap. what about the bondage bunny yeah good it's bad bunnies bad i like bunny. bad bunny, bunny. <laughs> that looked cool though i love those type of like experiential me events. too that would be cool and then they ruin it with fighting how do you fight when there's hot men that are like basically I think naked? Because they're all just, gay. <laughs> just you get to ogle. 
Like, that just made everyone so mad. All the hot dudes were gay. Yeah, but then you know he doesn't want anything from you. True. Yeah. You do. We know that you love your gay men. I know. It's it's <laughs> it's my type. I'll defend it. And then there is the laser light show. <laughs> I know. I texted you guys. Dinner is a live painting performance experience served by an SM bunny donkey mask naked men with a laser light show. That's like such a Mad Libs. I think I'm doing that on Saturday, actually. It's like a weird acid trip. Take pics for sure. No, I'm not doing that. That's not normal, but it sounds cool. Proof where it didn't happen. <laughs> you need to see it. Also, because we, I mean, uh, we don't want to make fun of anyone's appearance, obviously, but like Larsa's two confessional looks, like one is totally normal looking. I mean, her normal, very filled face. And then the other one is like almost like a moon face. Like she's like, extremely puffy and the one where she looks so incredibly uncomfortable maybe she was swollen from recent filler or something it's just wild like that they have that in the same episode of two different confessional looks well it's sort of like atlanta how they had like sheree's old face and then her newer face and it was like when they would switch it you're like what the oh, hell she had, happened like, a nose here? job yeah, she doesn't look the same anymore, unfortunately. She was gorgeous. Yeah, she shouldn't have changed that nose. Larsa or Sheree? Sheree. I don't remember Larsa's first nose. Yeah, but anything else on Miami? Oh, I do have a weird conser- conspiracy theory because, okay, I did notice, okay, that someone said that Larsa was with Scotty for 23 years and now she's dating Marcus Jordan. Michael Jordan's son, and I forget his age. Doesn't matter. Michael Jordan's number was 23. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) What does that really mean, though? (laughs) I'm going back that she tried to hit on Michael Jordan one time, and he rejected her. So So she waited 23 years of her and Scotty being married, and then was like, deuces, bitch. And then went for his son. (laughs) That is definitely a weird, that is a weird numbers coincidence there are no coincidences only (laughs) as i shake my finger in the air like i'm 80 (laughs) that's why you're gonna dig deep into the brave little toaster and his relationship with crystal yes i need to know everything and then i'm gonna report back like i'm reporting to megan king edmonds who is who should be the head director of the fbi oh yeah no bring her on to salt lake city monica yeah she was pretty much offered the job so you could talk to her about it maybe no, we need Monica to be coached by Megan King. She needs media training. Because she she would have played it so much better. Well, let's talk about Potomac before we run out of time. It's getting late. Yes, an interesting Potomac. <laughs> so this is the perfect way to put me to bed. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, but okay. like they are literally just all they're doing is bringing on like the first multiple scenes is them with their kids because their own lives are not interesting enough. Mm. Yeah, but I did like that Karen was getting a tattoo with her daughter, and she said, "It's me." That cool. was cute. I mean, I'll never any scene with Karen. Oh, I God, like, I honestly. love Karen so much. She's really she's like become iconic at this point. I said it. She's iconic. Karen will always be iconic. You know, she's one of those who definitely you know you can't always get straight information from, but she's just so hilarious. Yeah, you can never get straight information. That's part of what makes her so uh, fun to talk to. By the way, I do share my birthday with a grand dame. So maybe I'm the grand dame of no Buffalo. Hells yeah. Wow. May 3rd. What's up? What's you up? You are the grand dame of Buffalo. 
Wait, you're the Grand Dame of the Tulum of the North. <laughs> I'm the Grand Dame of the Tulum of the North. We dub you. We dub thee. <laughs> we are knighting you. Thank you, my royal subjects. I'll take it. Oh, I think you were not calling us peasants. Yeah, not you calling us peasants. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've done that before. But now that I've been dubbed a Grand Dame, like officially, <laughs> I'm going to try to be nicer to my royal subjects. Oh, that's nice of you. We're just in, we're in the outline kingdom. Like, we're not actually your subjects. We would be your subjects if we lived in Buffalo. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we're just... uh, We're from other kingdoms. We're from other kingdoms. Shut up. (laughs) You're my royal subjects. (laughs) Game over. Anyway, let's move Uh, on. (laughs) What do we think about Wendy's daytime talk show? Like, pick a lane, lady. No. I'm going to watch it. You don't get a talk show. I'm going to watch it. I'm not watching that. I'm not buying her three wick candle or one wick candle, however many wicks it is. I don't fucking care. I don't care, Wendy. <laughs> I mean, so the outfits at the brunch were really cute. Loved the, all the outfits at the brunch. Loved yeah, Karen's. Karen. Karen was gorgeous. Candace's shoes were gorgeous. Ashley Darby's fluffy tool top was gorgeous. Hated the choker, but... Yeah. She was so beautiful. That was just a really... It's Ashley Darby. She's always going to yeah, do that. She's going to do one thing wrong with her outfit. I'm obsessed with that party. The flowers were... Yeah, the flowers were gorgeous. I mean, yeah, that was so well done. And I have pictures that I took that I'll send to you. Of like, did you see Candace like talking on the phone where they had like flowers on like fishing wire? It was really pretty. I loved how she was on the phone with Wendy and Neko was just standing right there. Like the two women feuding, you got yeah. one on the phone and the other one just yeah. standing there. Neko, like, I like her, but she's not that interesting. She's very boring. Her whole storyline is trying to, like, bother Wendy, who just wants to have her own Zen Wen talk show. She's really dry and humorless. Like, girl, pick someone less delusional to fight with because Wendy done moved on. I did like Cherise talking to Mia about Jacqueline. And kind of being like, she talked a bunch of shit, but she misses you. (laughs) Oh, that was the best. She stirred the pot with her and Ashley when she was like, Ashley, when are you getting divorced? Never getting a divorce. (laughs) I'm just going to say that right now. Never going to (laughs) happen. No. And Ashley, like, is the worst. Like, she smiles through whenever she's talking about that situation. It's so weird. Like, it's, it is creepy. I'm like, you're just trying to wait for this to like blow over all of his hate. But it never will. Everyone hates him. It's never going to work. But if I were her, I'd just own it. Okay. Plenty of them are married to like the devil and they just keep it moving. Like, do you think, do you really think she has no intention of signing divorce papers? Oh, I, I absolutely believe that she has no intention of signing divorce papers. That's wild. I don't think either of them do. That's so wild. Well, there's, to this day, like as of today, I don't think they're divorced. Right. They? No, I don't even think that's like, don't you have to be a year separated i think they have like a secret relationship and it's just not gonna happen which is fine i I mean she got a she got a nice house out of it i i call it the um the housewife dip like if you can just dip out like sorry for any scandal ptsd but if you could just dip out like a little bit people forget how much they hate you and then you show back up with like a better personality oh i see what you mean some time that's interesting yeah I could, I could we'll buy that. We'll call the Bravo dip. I don't know, but like he is the most hated one on Potomac by far. So I don't think many people would forget easily. You might hope it happens. <laughs> like really scoop for that new personality, Michael Darby, please. Please. Pay yeah. attention, please. I don't think he can do anything. I would love to see if he has some range. <laughs> the answer's no. But I can't wait to find out. 
Yeah, we just have the last scene with Candace and Robin where no progress is made, basically. How did Candace not know that she's a disaster on Twitter? Like, Andy Cohen tells her she's a disaster on Twitter. Like, how did he you not did, know? He did, he did. I mean, they still did her so dirty with Chris. I, I really don't feel like I care. No, I agree. I'm on her side with this. But also, like, what would happen for everyone if, like, Robin just left Juan and admitted that everyone was right? Like, would that solve this cast and their problems of not filming together? No. She would find a bunch of reasons to blame everyone else and then Giselle would like act on it. You think Robin would? Yeah. Yeah. I think if it didn't work out, Juan would totally blame her and gaslight her and make her feel awful about herself. And then, you know, and then she would have to then project that onto the others. So I just don't see her like leaving Juan ever. She won't do it. Also, are these women going on a trip? Have we seen any footage of them going on a trip? They're anywhere? going to Surrey County. Duh. Karen put her and that's it. She put oh, all of God. her favorites in a hat and is just pulling their names. That's it, though. Are you serious? That's the only one that I know of coming. They up. can't even get a Florida trip. Like, who who did they piss off this year? They couldn't even get an Atlantic City trip. Oh wait, no, no, they went to Austin. Y'all, it's been so boring. None of us really care to remember. That doesn't count. Like, sorry, Austin. Yeah, Austin's <laughs> dope. Chicken shit bingo looks dope. I love Austin. And there are many. They times. need to be going out of the country. I mean, no, this is bullshit. They went, was it Costa Rica last year? I thought it was Portugal. That was it. Or it was, they've gone to Europe a couple times, I think. So if Austin was it, that's lame as hell. Um, Austin's cool. But. I get it. That's supposed to be a quick trip, not a three episode arc. Right. This was, no, that was four. That was like literally a month of our lives. I swear. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for this week. We will catch everyone next week with a wonderful Vanderpump Rules premiere and the rest of our favorite shows. So we will catch you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.